Hey, welcome to Flipping the Field, the college football podcast about all of college football. I'm your host, Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined by the next president of the United States, Ryan Donnelly. Ryan, uh, how's, how's it going, man? How's the, uh, what's your stump speech? Yeah, it's just great. You know, I mean, to happen on, on Pride Week of all weeks, too, uh-huh. um, for, for our community. Um, I think you guys know exactly what kind of pride I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, it's really it's really strong for us to win this. Um, no one believed in me, mm-hmm. um, except for my millions and millions of voters who do believe in me very much. Um, and I'm just happy to make them proud. And, and uh, you know, most importantly, um, my, I, I came with a mandate, and that was to get that Ohio State run game fixed. And uh, by God, we're going to fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. We're also going to bring back uh, cocaine in Coca-Cola. That's sort of the other thing that you're yeah. that you ran on, is, is putting cocaine back in various sodas and and sort of making it so oh we're gonna put in a lot of things yeah, yeah i mean you're, you're not gonna know what it's in when you're when you're out there like it's... yeah yeah you're yeah you ran on the you ran on a, on a on a on a platform of the fentanyl and halloween candy thing is real and it's good that, that was sort of your uh <laughs> primary thing is yeah we should do more of that right. we should put you know just all sorts of stuff and everything um and, and uh, i'm showing up to the debate my opponents are mad at me and i'm saying well what are your priors what are your priors on this can we talk about your priors uh, people love when you do that yeah they do love when you do that it sort of disorients them a little bit it's uh yeah a little bit of verbal misdirection there we have a uh a week 11 slate here that has some some stuff going for it has some things going on it's it's okay with it you know it, it can it can get you where you need to go in 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 some spots there are other spots where it is maybe a little bit less compelling um but overall i i think that this is uh I think it's an okay slate. I think there's 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 enough here to like that you you know you're not gonna you're not gonna come out of this completely just just uninterested, which was sort of like what week nine was. Uh, this is certainly not a week ten level slate, but this is uh, we're not talking about a week nine level individual either. I think we're somewhere in between. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. There are like several teams like in the top end of the sport that are going to be in jeopardy. There's two other games that are at least going to help determine divisional races for conference championships. Like there's some stuff happening here. You also have like a, a surprisingly meaningful Liberty Yukon game, which is always really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort where of thing happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Yeah. We've got some, we've got some football to talk about. Look, it's, it's, it's another week of football. We only have a few left. Like let's not, let's not fucking get greedy about this. Right. We've had an amazing season so far. Uh, I don't know about you to like, to me, this is one of the most fun seasons I can remember, like mm-hmm. at least in a few years. Um, so I'm hoping it keeps going this way. I think we're all having a blast. Um, let's just keep it rolling. Yeah. I mean, what are you people going to do? Are you going to watch college basketball? Is that in November? Jesus Christ. Let's be clear about this. I want to point this out. There is going to be some college basketball coverage on our website, which is midfield.com. You should subscribe, et cetera. Uh, by no means that be coming from me ever. You will <laughs> never see me writing about college basketball any kind of serious coverage. Um, and and frankly, I don't expect any Ohio State fan to be post. I mean, like you might get some Holtman talk on there, just get mad at him. But like, yeah. if he's doing well, no post going to go on that on that forum. Zero yeah. post. Yeah, we're actually going to be deleting any positive Chris Holtman related <laughs> coverage on the website. Yeah, you you consume college basketball exclusively to get mad about Ohio State. That's pretty much. It's just like it's like a. Uh, you know, you can't quite get the real it's really thing. Bizarre. You're, you're, you're yeah. sort of, you're, you're licking the bottom of the bag, just looking for stuff to get mad about in February, like you're just <laughs> out of, out of things to be upset about. 
signing day was pretty good, and so you got to sort of <laughs> tap in that. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 joking, but it's it's hundred percent. I am true. not like, joking. <laughs> I I think it's really convenient and honestly nice of Chris Holtman yeah. that he loses every year just in time for Ohio State fans to focus on spring practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, he gets himself out of it. He gets in. He's like, well, look, I know the boys in the and the Woody Hayes are hard at work. It's time for us to make our exit before the fourth practice rolls around on uh, on March 18th. It's yeah. time for us to get out of here. And uh, by God, he does it every year. So, so kudos to him. Yeah, he's, um, he's happy he's doing that. He's uh, he's a really a, a master of picking his spots for <laughs> when to completely collapse. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. But yeah, you you people are not going to watch college basketball on a on a Saturday when there is college football still happening. That is. Uh, sick. That is a sick thing to do, and you you just. Could you imagine if we were us, but like for college basketball? That's fucking disgusting. That's that's frightening to think about. I, I'm like a big mid major guy. I'm like going nuts for the whack or something. I'm oh. I'm wacky for the whack. That's that's not you know maybe something to. You something you to also into. don't care about it, right? Just to make sure. Not not especially. No, I uh, I, I cover the both men's and women's teams for Utah State, and so I'm gonna pay attention to that, but. I would be lying if I said that like a top 25 matchup even is getting me in the door. Like I, I just, I'm not going to sit down and watch it. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to yeah. sit down and watch it. I'm good. Oh, no. I'm watching I'll the pass. tournament. Like the, yeah. the tournament, that's cool to me, but like anything. And even then, if it's the only, if it's convenient, like if I have stuff going on, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I watch the tournament pretty religiously, but I don't know fucking anything about the teams. Just sort of going in blind. I know what colors and their logos and that's about it. That's, that's pretty much well, my background on a lot of these teams. I think we've talked about this, but I grew up actually, like, I mean, if you were a pit fan in the early 2000s, I was and the team, the, the football team was like never anything serious and the basketball team was always in the top 10 yeah uh, i was like a relatively <laughs> serious college basketball fan when i was younger um really after i i think even my last couple years of college is pretty much when i stopped watching like after 2014 once ohio state won a football championship yeah i was like oh that's the only high i care about like i <laughs> I, I kind of like really deprioritized the nfl college basketball like i still watch the nba but very casually yeah uh hockey on my teams in the playoffs it's always fun but like really like once i got a taste that of that championship ring in college football it's like there's nothing else that even comes close to mattering yeah yeah you treated every other sport as a gateway drug to ohio state football heroin which is very very funny that you've done that <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's all it works, honestly. Uh, yeah, and now you are just like you know licking the bottom of the bag, just searching for anything to get that hit when Ohio oh, State yeah. is not making you uh, furious. It's it's really it's a fun lifestyle that you've picked. Personally, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm just I'm just chilling out in uh, Cedar Rapids. I'm I'm hanging out. I'm having a good time. Uh, Thursday, November tenth, no fly list. Georgia Southern at Louisiana. Uh, minus Louisiana's minus three and a half here. Uh, this is on this is on ESPNU at seven thirty. Uh, personally, I think I'm okay on this one. I think I think that I'm good on Georgia Southern Louisiana because I uh, I think I might hate both of these teams. I, I think that I actually really yeah. want both of these teams to fail. I think I'm preying on their downfalls. Uh, Louisiana made an uninspired hire by just grabbing the guy who was already on the staff who nobody knew who nobody knew about when it could have been a very very high profile very attractive g5 job um, and it has suffered the exact same fate that literally every other g5 
school that has done that uh, suffered. It's it happens every single time. Memphis is having this right now. Ohio had this last season and has seemingly pulled out of it, but we'll see about that. Um, you can't be doing this shit. It just doesn't. App State is doing it. It just it doesn't work. You can't be doing this shit. And so I'm rooting against Louisiana so that I can continue to be right about that. Uh, and then Georgia Southern, obviously, I have made my opinion very clear on Clay Helton. So I uh, I hope both of these teams lose. I have no interest in this game. Well, um, that's if you don't care about it, then uh, far be it for me to try to convince anybody else. Uh, I mean, look, the the weeknight slates here like are are pretty bad. I mean, uh, Daquan Finn. Uh, we're, look, we're recording this while the game's about to happen, so yeah. we'll say he played for Toledo. Uh, I don't know how he did, if that went well or, or poorly. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. I'm gonna I'm um, gonna I'm gonna take a, a shot in the dark here. He went 16 of 27 passing for 234 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. He rushed 11 times for 102 yards and another touchdown. That's I think that's my loose prediction for what I think Daquan Finn is gonna do. <laughs> okay, well I'm sure one of our listeners will will come back to us with the recording of that. Yeah. If you're kind of one of the listeners who who is, who is a trained enthusiast, you know what I mean by that. Uh-huh. that um, come back to us and let us know how Patrick did his could predictions. You, could you imagine um, if I just nailed it? <laughs> how funny that would be. We're recording this right now to, to timestamp us here Tuesday at uh, 7.32 Eastern time. So we the game has not happened yet. It, it might be on right now. I can't. Yeah, it happens. It kicks off at 8 o'clock. Okay. So that's, um, uh, yeah, if I if I hit that, please uh, just let me know. I don't really know what I would get yeah. out of that, but whatever. I guess we should. If that, I mean, like the Powerball just hit today. Some guy won it for $2 million in California. Yeah. $2 billion, sorry. Mm. But uh, uh, we should just start playing the Powerball every week if you hit that, I think. Yeah. We should I, just, actually, that's kind of funny if we just take some of the site's money uh, it's our investment strategy. Just play the Powerball <laughs> scratchers. <laughs> our monthly scratchers investment is really not paying yeah. off very well yet, but we're going to keep looking into it. Um, yeah. I thought, see what I thought you were going to say when you said where the guy lived. I thought you were going to say we should go mug that guy, and I was yeah, right, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, average, uh, please, ab- please mute this. Please mute this next part for me here on the actual episode. But yeah, that's the reason I, I made reference that way because I went to the <laughs> school of business management and everyone thinks it went really great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just beep that name for me if you yeah, don't mind. I'm going to beep that name. I'm going to, yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to keep that one maybe out of the presses. But um, yeah, I mean, the average Powerball player, I think you and I could pretty easily kill. So we, we really, you know, I don't think it would be that difficult for us. Uh, Friday, November 11th, most wanted ECU at Cincinnati, 8 p.m. on ESPN2. I personally am not a big ECU believer. I think that they are capable, but I have not, I don't know, I've just not seen the consistency from them. Uh, however, Cincinnati continues to play Ben Bryan at quarterback and, and, and forsake me. So I don't feel I don't feel great about this game. I don't feel great about any Cincinnati game where they continue to play Ben Bryant. But um, I think that Cincinnati's run defense is probably good enough that ECU is not going to have a whole lot going on here. ECU is kind of dependent on being able to run the football to set everything else up that they do. And I think that Cincinnati's mm. defense is good enough to handle anything that ECU has offensively. They have like three guys on offense, and I think that that's probably not enough to beat Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I, it really does feel like a bit of a wasted season for Cincinnati, though. I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty fond I, of. I mean, I guess they went out, to but... the they went to the playoff last year, and they're still probably going to win ten or eleven games. I, I don't know that that's they're not sure. Gonna but I mean, the that's their standard now, right? Like, I mean, that's but 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 I I'm not expecting to make the playoff every year, but like, uh, I do think just playing a guy like Ben Bryant this long, like, it's not like you know, Evan Prater is is young. Like yeah. Evan Prater has been in that program that's, for quite yeah, that, a while. That's He's, fair. Yeah. 
Like, I, I think you're just like, what are you building towards them, Brian? Obviously, he's not, he's not the guy. He's not a difference maker. Um, and you, like, if they lose this game, which I don't think they will, but absolutely, if they lose another game the rest of the season, Ben Bryant should start every game the rest of the way because they are now out of the title contention. Prater. That's all they should do. Prater, rather. Prater, what did yeah. I say? Uh, ben Bryant. What did yeah. I say? You said, oh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, I think we'll that Luke, yeah, I guess that Luke Fickle agrees with you on that. We can't say this too loudly or else a whole bunch of Michigan fans are going to get mad at us for some reason for thinking that Cincinnati shouldn't try to build for the future, uh, which is, I guess, something that they really care about. Yeah. At, uh, Dude, we, at I mean, they really fucking suck online right now. Like, I, I know, like, <laughs> I know you think it's just because I'm an Ohio State fan or whatever. I'm sorry, dude. I, I interact with a lot of fans in negative context. I talk a lot of shit. Yeah. None of them are nearly as annoying as Michigan fans. And particularly, our friend Dan has cultivated just like the worst <laughs> group of people in I've particular, ever interacted In particular, with. our friend Dan, just awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Dan, obviously. But they, like, I guess the difference is like, obviously, I, you and I have, have got together this little group of mostly me, but you as well have yeah. helped, you know, build this little cult of gremlins who just like love to get mad at a football team and stuff like that. But they're all in on the joke, right? I guess the difference is like Dan has these like perverts who just like, Raven, like don't understand that he's joking just like ravenously reply to everything <laughs> it's really bad like if you just see a dan reply you're mentioned you just know a swarm of locusts is coming yeah. of guys who are like uh who are like you know uh flint 42 27 uh go blue is like their handle yeah uh and it's just a guy who's like you know uh is a clearly white guy with i'd say dominican style beard <laughs> um, <laughs> just completely smooth hair who, who all like around. still yeah. like uh he's like 30 he's like 35 years old but he's picking up like a green apple steered off the drink every weekend yeah um that's kind of the average Dan follower. Yeah, it's really fucking annoying, man. <laughs> that's you get a, you get a lot of uh, that's that's it's a fan base that breeds a lot of those guys. It is very strange to interact with like earnest people online because I'm so I'm so far removed from that, and so to get people who get mad about like very regular things is is very is very jarring for us because uh, you and I are not. Uh, the norm, we're actually very, very far off the norm and deeply into potentially mentally ill territory with the way we behave <laughs> online. Um, and yeah. uh, we're the ones who are right and everybody else is wrong. And that's the important thing uh, to remember. Uh, you remember that mental illness is just the first step uh, in further human evolution. That's mm -hmm. the important thing. It's like, uh, you know, people who seem mentally ill or bizarre or strange. It's just, you know, you're just seeing evolution advances a little step further until we get it right. So yeah. uh, in the long run, all of humanity is going to be just college football the same way we are. And yeah. it's good for all of us. Well, and you uh, know football what, will take over the world. You know what I always say? You got to spend money and make money. Being mentally ill is just the first step in the grind. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort of the site motto is you got to spend money to make money. That's why we do the scratchers yeah. every month. And that's why we're all mentally ill. Um, it's just an important, it's an important Except for Taylor, who seems kind of normal, I guess. She's yeah. a different kind of mentally ill for the rest of us yeah she's a girl mentally ill very 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 troubling <laughs> stuff it's just you know we, 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 <laughs> trying to figure out what kind of mental illness everybody at the site has <laughs> i think i think mine and djs process. are kind of mine and djs are kind of the same i know yeah. we used to say that you and uh you and ace are the same but that's not really true kevin and ace are the same yeah uh yeah, we'll work I've got, on it. I've we'll, got we'll, we'll... I've got my own thing going on. I've got some, <laughs> I've got something cooking out here. I'm really I'm really going for it. Um, what was he cooking? What was he cooking? <laughs> Folks, if you want to spend money to make money, uh, second part not guaranteed, you should go to homefieldapparel.com and you should spend <laughs> some money. And you might, I mean, I don't know, you might make money from it. Maybe someone will really like your uh, high-quality collegiate vintage apparel uh, that you can get from homefieldapparel.com. And, if, I mean, 
I wouldn't recommend this, but if you want to spend less money, which is not usually what you want to do in the spend money to make money plan, uh, you should use the code meet at midfield for 15% off, which I do not mm-hmm. recommend. As I said, don't do it. <laughs> don't use the code meet yeah. at midfield for 15% off your first purchase. Uh, you got to spend more money to make more money. That's just the, that's the rule, you know, buy low, sell high, spend money to make money. All the, all those things, the, the adages, they're adages for a reason, folks. It's because they're 100% true all of the time you should just do that and then you'll be you'll be a millionaire and that's that's uh, that's grind set and the only way you can get there is by buy is by buying home field apparel shirts and sweatshirts and i don't know maybe some of the other stuff that they've got going on over there those are the main two though if you want to do something else you're going to be kind of breaking the rules a little bit yeah and remember too that uh, at home field apparel it is currently it's pride week like i said at the top of the podcast so just yeah. make sure you you tweet at home field apparel with um hey what's your special for pride week like what are you guys doing for pride week mm-hmm. um what's the pride week discount hey, hey what do you gonna... think what do you think pride week is celebrating what do you what do you interpret pride week to me <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pride is he talking about uh, questions like that and they're gonna they're gonna send you back with a discount code me at midfield 15 percent off so yeah. they're gonna be the same answer every time but you, if you know what's going on and you're you're hip to this, you'll be able to tell what they mean by the way they say it. So yeah, it's just, actually um, it's, it was really a marvel of uh, programming, but they have an automated system where if anyone who follows flipping the field on Twitter DMs them, they just automatically get a message that just says "meet at midfield" for fifteen percent off your first purchase, so that no real human has to see anything that our followers would say. Which is uh, <laughs> we got to get a hold of that technology. I think you and I we got to. <laughs> <laughs> to try and track honestly that they're they're nice boys they get a bad <laughs> rap out there but they're pretty good guys yeah the, the flipping the field air force you know they're rowdy and they're difficult they're difficult to control but there are boys and we we love them and we know that they would never do anything <laughs> like what they've been accused of doing <laughs> <laughs> they're lovable scamps honestly uh, you know you think you know a guy <laughs> doing like the like the local news interview of like the neighbor of a guy who killed someone about all of our listeners <laughs> he seemed like such a sweet young man <laughs> He loved that podcast he was always listening to. Um, honestly, <laughs> whenever whenever we activate our cell, whenever we kind of say the code word in this episode, we kind of finally listen to go berserk on somebody. And, yeah. and trust me, we're buying our time for the right moment. Yeah. Uh, Boy, you won't think they're so lovable then, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing about the flipping the field Air Force. They can they can turn it on just like that, and then it's you you, you don't even want to know what they're doing. They're out in the forest. And they're they're eating they're eating skin and bone out there. They're they're gnawing yeah. on flesh, motherfucker. It's not what you want. It's not where you want to be. It's a bad place to be. It's a bad crowd to roll with. Saturday, November. The, the average the well, average really <laughs> before we get into the games. <laughs> the average the average on the field listener, honestly, can can eat a diet of pure moss and subsist for at least seven to eight months <laughs> yeah. um yeah. like the, the ability they've they've taught themselves for how to digest uh, that kind of plant material it's, it's incredible it's yeah. honestly incredible yeah it's a it's a group that, that has it's very very rapidly approaching the ability to photosynthesize and we're very excited about that next stage of human evolution <laughs> uh saturday november 12th noon guantanamo bay game is lsu at arkansas on espn uh, this is a reflection of the noon slate, at least a little bit. Not a good noon slate. Another not very good noon slate this week after last week's uh, kind of disastrously bad noon slate. Um, I don't know. This is okay. I guess LSU with a, a kind of a tough test here might be a little bit hungover after last week's big win going on to the yeah. going on. We're mine. 
Yeah, weird line. LSU's favored by three here. Uh, going on the road, physical Arkansas team, not necessarily physical in a good way, but physical Arkansas team. Uh, mm. Difficult offense to contain. Physical in the Olivia Newton-John kind of way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so this is, I don't know, this is interesting. I don't, this is very, very stereotypically a trap game in like <laughs> the, the most, you know, raw meaning of the word like yes objectively it is one but I don't know it almost feels too obvious to me it almost I I don't think Arkansas is good enough to actually do this I I think that LSU is too too strong in the trenches to really suffer a serious drop off here yeah just more physical faster uh, I think better equipped a better coach at this point in time Um, Arkansas Arkansas really kind of got pushed around a little bit by by Liberty I thought too which was pretty surprising um, they did not match up very well with them, which is a concern. Yeah, worrying. Uh, <laughs> I would say that an SEC yeah. team couldn't match up very well physically with Liberty. That does not bode well for the team that just but, but, beat Alabama coming to town. Yeah, but basically nothing about this this line makes any sense to me. Then, like, given everything we know about LSU right now and given everything we know about Arkansas right now, I don't understand it at all, which makes me think Vegas has something cooking up here. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be incredibly funny if LSU beats Alabama and immediately loses to Arkansas the next week. That is yeah. really, really funny. That would be pretty um, funny. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm rooting for it, of course. But, yeah, just suspicious. Um, the other game here we're looking at most wanted uh, is Purdue and Illinois, uh, which is at 12 p.m. on ESPN2. Pretty much the biggest game of the season in the Big, Tw- in the Big Ten West. Yeah. Um, obviously, kind of a wrench was thrown things last week by Illinois taking that surprise loss um, to Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, for, by Purdue do doing their pants uh, and playing against Iowa, it means it basically didn't matter. Uh, you know, Illinois still has a two-game lead over everyone in the West except for uh, Purdue. Yeah. Um, however, if they were to lose to Purdue, this thing is wide open because we get into tiebreaker territory. Who knows what could happen from there? They play Michigan again still. So, like, uh, a loss to Purdue basically uh, opens up the the Big Ten West completely. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating in that regard. It's going to be a low-scoring game, of course. Um Aiden O'Connell has really struggled uh, in the Big Ten play. Um, he's been he's been horrible. Like he his quarterback rating, I believe our friend Ace posted, uh, is worse than Spencer Peterson's in Big Ten play. Jesus um, Christ! Yeah, yeah, he had two interceptions. Yeah. He was twenty of forty three passing with two interceptions against Iowa, and like. Yeah, it's a hard defense to play against, but it's not getting any easier. This is not this yeah. is not in any way an easier defense to play against, especially on the road with Illinois pretty much having the chance to win the Big Ten West here. Um, I uh, the the West would become very difficult to decipher if if Illinois was to lose this game, but I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's really. I don't think it's really even going to be all that close. I think Purdue might be. Yeah. I think Purdue might be just about done this year because they. Well, have... I think it's going to be close in the sense that every Illinois game is close, but not yeah. like noticeably close. Yeah, but Purdue really looking at the schedule was not far from a a really really bad year here. Um, beat FAU by two back in September. Uh, beat Minnesota by ten. Maryland by two with the two point conversion that was called back for Maryland. Uh, Nebraska by yeah. six, and then lost to Wisconsin and Iowa. If they had lost, we'll say the three one-score games in that, that group, they would be what two and seven. Yeah, <laughs> they also lost one-score games to Syracuse and Penn State, right? So I yeah. Mean, yeah, you could argue you could the, the Syracuse one. I would flip the Penn State one. I'm not sure about. I think Penn State was was probably better in retrospect, but. Um, yeah, I don't think Purdue's very good, if I'm being honest. I think Purdue just doesn't really have all that much. It's uh, 
They, uh, yeah. they severe it, case of doo-doo ass. Yeah, it it took them a while to live up to sort of what we expected because it seemed like their offense had had figured some things out. But um, I think they pretty much just have the you know two guys in in Payne Durham and Charlie Jones and Aiden O'Connell is not really good enough to do a whole lot beyond that. And so if you have the guys to cover those two, they just don't have anything because they still don't know how to run the football. They've never known how to run the football. Jeff Brom won't run the football. And the the defense is not on the level that it was last year, which is not, I mean, it wouldn't be fair to expect it to be given what they lost. But um, I don't, yeah, I think Illinois is just better. And I think Illinois probably grinds them into a uh, a fine paste here. This is the kind of game that Illinois has been pretty pretty solid in this season, which is to say a Big Ten West game. They've been pretty damn solid in Big Ten West games. Yeah, anything else, especially a Big Ten East game, bets are completely off. Do, do not yeah. bet on them to win a Big Ten East game. But Big no. Ten West, yeah, they're they're locked in. Yeah, no, um, not, not a deal that we're going to be making. Uh, no fly list. Liberty at UConn, CBSSN. Um, I personally, once again, I'm going to pass on this one. Uh, I think Liberty is probably going to deliver a a uh, <laughs> excuse my my wordplay here. I think that Liberty is probably going to delivery a biblical ass beating uh, in this game i think that mm. i think that the minus 14 and a half line in favor of liberty in this game is absolutely ridiculous and an insult to liberty you are you fucking kidding me yukon is gonna keep it within two touchdowns against liberty come on no <laughs> no come on yukon has had a very yeah. fun season i'm glad that yukon is getting to experience this these are different calibers of football team come on now I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. Um, I think that uh, uh, Liberty's head and shoulders better, but Liberty also hasn't really kind of like, they haven't really blown anybody out. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. really what they've done, I guess, this season. Uh, you you could look at, I mean, the BYU game, they really kicked their ass, but BYU, that's just more reflection on BYU. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, one score win against Southern Miss, one score win against UAB, uh, one score loss to Wake Forest, nine point win against Akron, two touchdowns at Old Dominion. And they won by 18 at UMass pretty comfortably. One point win against Gardner Webb. Yeah. Uh, beat beat BYU by 27 and two point win at Arkansas. So I mean they mostly played close games the whole season. I think they'll cover here, but I guess I get why you, you don't trust the team to pull away. Why it would happen? Yeah, I, I guess it's just I don't know. It's silly. Yeah. yeah, UConn is not good. We know that, right? We don't all need to pretend that UConn because it has five wins is good. It did. <laughs> It beat Fresno State without its quarterback, an FCS team, FIU, uh, Boston College, which is one of the worst teams in college football, and UMass. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know that that portends that it can keep up with uh, with, with Liberty, but I, I suppose we'll see. Um, also, really quick, I just very ridiculous here. The committee is not ranking. I, the committee rankings came out while we recorded here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not ranked, which is very fucking silly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are. They committee. are eight and one, and they were like a two point conversion away from beating Wake Forest. I don't like Liberty, but they probably should be ranked. I don't know that. You know, <laughs> I don't know that we should. I don't know that that college football is in a place to be passing moral judgments with its rankings. Notre Dame has been routinely ranked over the last hundred years. I don't know that we need sure. to be doing this. Yeah, and they, they have uh, they have Florida State and Kentucky ranked in the back end of this thing, which is very fucking silly. Jesus um, Christ. Just, uh, just absurd. Yeah. Florida, not, not Florida like State I have less issue with than Kentucky. Kentucky doesn't make any sense to me. That team is not good, yeah, and they haven't Kentucky's done anything. Kentucky's an embarrassment of a program. Yeah, they really like, – they're just not, <laughs> not going program. I think of a team. I don't know about of a program yet, but of a team, yeah, they should be better than they are. Um, this team should be a lot better than they are than they have this year. I, th- I think it's a really poor coaching job. I, anyway, I'm not trying to call it Kentucky. They're they're a sweetheart. Yeah. Et cetera. The next game. 
game we have here, Oklahoma at West Virginia, 12 p.m. FS1. Uh, Oklahoma favored by seven and a half on the road at West Virginia. Um, probably should have beat Baylor. Like, I, I would say kind of played better than Baylor for a lot of that game. Yeah. Um, but turned the ball over. Uh, offense seems like it's fixed. Defense, uh, nope, still not fixed at all. No. Um, <laughs> uh, now five and four this season. Obviously, W get a chance to play at home. Really needs this win. Uh, they're they're pro- they're not gonna make a bowl game because they finished the season in Oklahoma, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Yeah, but uh, just a, a win for pride here, I guess. Uh, a win that if you're Jamie Chadwell, a, a last minute bid to keep your job that you're you're probably not gonna get, but you can try anyway. Not not yet. It's not Jamie Chadwell yet. It's currently Neil oh Brown. fuck. What did I say? Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> it will. Neil Brown. Maybe, maybe we we can only hope that soon it will be Jamie Chadwell. But for right now, yeah. it is not Jamie Chadwell. It's Neil Brown. That's funny. Um, that yeah. was a Freudian slip, maybe. Yeah, um, I, I I was gonna ask if you had seen any of any of the uh, the rumblings about about Neil Brown, um, who it seems like is going to be. Fire. Wait, so we're talking about Stephen Godfrey tweeting eye emojis. That, I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm talking about their message boards <laughs> specifically. I don't know what uh, okay. the I, I don't know about all that. But we um, can honestly use some WU fans on our on our message boards. Yeah, yeah. We've got we've got some pit guys on there. We could get them. We could get them yeah, nice and Penn State guys. Nice and rowdy, rowdy group of folks though. Yeah, rowdy group I mean, of folks. Um, but it, it seems like he might get fired. It seems like Neil Brown might get fired, which is crazy given what his buyout is. But also, it's not real. It doesn't it doesn't matter. But um still i don't think that people expected it to happen this early uh a win here i don't i don't know i don't know if that would be like enough to you know oh wow you beat bad oklahoma awesome but it would certainly help it would certainly be nice for neil brown to go and get this win i i would guess that he's probably a dead man walking regardless but um i i it would certainly, like you said, it would be nice for West Virginia to go out and get this win. And it would also just be nice for me personally to watch Oklahoma lose another football game because I really like it when they do that. It's very funny to me every time Oklahoma loses a football game. It never really yeah. It never really wears off. It's always funny. It's sort of uh, one of those that you, the shine doesn't come off of it. It's never like, oh, this is sad. No, it's always it's pretty much always just funny. Uh, James, yep. sorry, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing. It's always funny. Yeah. James um, Madison at Old Dominion is next up here at 1 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Um, mm. Two teams who have kind of fallen off in recent weeks. Old Dominion because it doesn't have offensive. Low key, they low-key fell off. Yeah, Old Dominion because it doesn't have offensive talent outside of, like, one player in Blake Watson. Um, James Madison for the, same, the reasons that we talked about on the uh, recap show back on Monday. But... Uh, still interesting enough will will matter for these two teams specifically as their seasons continue to develop. Um, I think James Madison is already bowl eligible or close to it. I'm, I'm going exclusively off of memory here, so I could be totally wrong. But uh, regardless, both of these teams are still contending for for bowl status. Uh, James Madison is five and three. Old Dominion is three and six. So Old Dominion needs this one. Uh, I would say pretty bad. Old Dominion cannot afford to lose this one or at App State or at South Alabama to end the season. So probably not going to be a bowl year for for Old Dominion. But James Madison can still get there. James Madison... Still technically in the race in the in the Sun Belt East. I got I guess not technically. They do have they do have Coastal left on the schedule. If they won that game, I think they would. Well, James Madison's ineligible. They can't. They oh can't well, we would all know. We would all know the real truth. Um. Well, yeah. fuck all this then. Then this shit sucks. This doesn't even matter. Who cares? Yeah. There's just not any games, dude. I'm sorry. I was I was 
Comey for games. It gets either this or it's Pitt, Virginia. Like I, yeah. I, I gotta put something on here, brother. There's yeah. gotta be some games at list. Yeah, I'm good. Um, right, Rice Western Kentucky is okay uh, at 2 p.m. on on ESPN Plus. That's that's fine. It's okay. Rice is uh, Rice is looking for bowl eligibility. James Madison can't, but Rice is looking for bowl eligibility. Western Kentucky has kind of fallen out of the CUSA race. I mean, it's mm, it's not if they win this. Well, they they lost to North Texas, didn't they? They would need they would need a lot of help because they would need North Texas. To no, win. they they played North Texas the season finale. Oh shit! Who lost to North Texas then? I've, I've some they, other teams probably some probably some other teams. Um, no, they no Western <laughs> Kentucky lost to North Texas two weeks ago. You can't gaslight me on this. Rice, oh, I, you said Rice. I said no. I, I was saying said Rice, Rice fell out. No, Rice is competing for a bowl for a, a bowl. Rice is not a Cusick contender. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm Rice not. Rice is still. I am absolutely look, not. I, you can say what you want, but if if Rice wins this game, they control their own destiny. Two weeks ago, Rice they, lost which to means Charlotte. They currently control their own destiny. Two weeks ago, Rice lost to Charlotte by 33 points. I'm. They're not a Cusick. No. <laughs> No. Okay, not. dude. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying they're a good football team, yeah. obviously, but I mean, yeah, uh, if they, they just, just need to, they would just need to win at Western Kentucky versus UTSA and at North Texas in the last three weeks, and then they can be in the in the title game. I, they they probably will do that. I think that's that seems pretty likely that Rice is going to win those three games. Um, no, but they they could still get to a bowl game if they can steal one of these. Um, I don't know. It might be kind of compelling football, even if it's not super meaningful i guess two interesting offenses there's not there's really not a whole lot else to sell here um really probably can just watch the lsu and illinois games and uh move on with your life after that that would be what i would do in this noon slate is i would just move on with my life i would stop thinking about it uh, i would blank it from my memory and i would uh, watch the tape and get better for the afternoon slate ryan do you have anything else to say about this noon slate no god no let's get into the afternoon slate which is actually pretty entertaining yeah uh, it has a handful of yeah yeah, this this this, cool. this ain't too bad. Guantanamo Bay game, UCF at Tulane, three thirty on ESPN two. Very strange that this is on ESPN two. Uh, the main ESPN game is, of course, Louisville at Clemson. Everybody's everybody's been waiting. Everybody's been looking forward to Louisville at Clemson, but this one gets ESPN two billing. Um, basically, a fight for a spot in the a in the AAC title game, right? It's it's pretty much winner here is going to play Cincinnati unless Cincinnati fucks it up or, or loses to Tulane. Uh, well, loser. Well, Tulane still plays Cincinnati too. So yeah. so Tulane is if Tulane loses this game, they're still very much in it. If UCF loses, uh, they're probably cooked. Yeah, yeah, I, that that yeah, maybe I, we'll see. I don't know. It's going to tiebreakers, I guess, if, if they lose. So yeah, we'll if see. if UCF uh, if UCF loses, it becomes a big mess. It becomes it becomes a big uh, it becomes a big mess for them. Um, as an actual football game, and not just as a, a means to get to a conference title game, this is good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see Tulane play against a good team. I think solidly good team, a top 25 team. I don't know if they're actually ranked, but they are a top 25 team in my mind. Um, I, I think this will be fun. I'm, I'm excited to see UCF as well in a kind of, in a, in a game like this. I'm tired of watching these two teams play Memphis. It feels like these two teams have played Memphis a lot recently, just sort of trading off playing Memphis every week. Um, and I'm ready to not see them play Memphis anymore. I want to see them play competent teams. We haven't seen Tulane against a team that we, we consider decent since October 8th when they beat ECU. Um, and so I'm interested to see what they look like now more than a month removed from that. I think I think it'll be fun. I think this is going to be a fun game. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Um, I, I think I tend to think Tulane wins this one. I, I think UCF is still too Mickey Mouse for me to take them seriously. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, obviously Tulane is, um, uh, you know, has been playing <laughs> playing at the margins a little bit here. Like they, I, I guess they haven't played a one score game since they played Houston. But 
Um, they have not really pulled away from teams all season. Like they're, they're playing even with bad teams. They only beat Tulsa by 14 points, only beat USF by 14 points, beat Memphis by 10 at home. Like they are not really kind of pulling away from anybody just by virtue of the roster talent, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to this game play out. I think it'll be it'll be a game late into this one. Um really fun game. Looking forward to it. A lot in line, obviously, for both teams. Uh Tulane, I, I pretty much locks up a spot if they win this game. Because uh, they play SMU in Cincinnati the next two weeks, should definitely beat SMU. So if Tulane, Tulane wins this game, they should pretty much book their spot for a conference championship uh, appearance, which is, which is obviously huge for the program. So yeah, um, and also nearly guarantees, I would say, the G five uh, NY six bowl as well. So a lot in the line for Tulane, uh, playing for a lot. UCF, of course, the chance to earn that in their own right too. Uh, fun game. Looking forward to it. Two fun offenses. Excited to see what happens. Um, our next game in the most fun category, Patrick, we have Alabama and Ole Miss, 3.30 p.m., CBS. Um, just, I mean, Alabama's probably going to win, right? Yeah. It's Bama, and Ole Miss sucks. Yeah. But it'd be really fun if they lost again, huh? It'd be really, really fun. <laughs> it would be It would be funny. Would it be less funny? Slightly. But it would still be really funny. It, it's. Uh, yeah, it, it really doesn't get old. That's the thing. It's yeah, like they can it, lose a lot of times, and it's still funny. <laughs> it's kind of like the Oklahoma thing. It doesn't really – you don't really get tired of watching Alabama lose. However, I would like it if Alabama would make it so that I don't have to worry about the uh, people talking about Ole Miss. I'm ready to not be talking about Ole Miss anymore. I don't want to – I don't – I just – like nationally, Ole Miss as a, as a self-contained pretty good SEC West team, no issues with that. Perfectly fine. It would be nice if we didn't have to say, you know, oh, Ole Miss also only a one-loss Power 5 team. Like, yeah, they are, technically speaking, they are. But I, I have the same feeling about North Carolina, where I kind of just, I want somebody to just get it over with, just be done with it, so that we don't have to fucking talk about these guys like that anymore. Um, and so, obviously, I would love it if Alabama goes and loses this game. They're not going to. And I think that they're they're going to, I think they're going to free us from the Ole Miss prison here. I don't think we're going to have to talk about Ole Miss anymore. Yeah, I, I tend to think so as well. I guess maybe the only the only note here is uh, maybe Quinshawn Judkins goes nuts. I, I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, but I think the way you beat Bam is by attacking those those corners. I, I guess LSU didn't, right? LSU just ran the ball on them all day. I mean, Ole Miss could just like replicate the LSU game plan, right? I don't think that's crazy. I don't think they have the red zone defense to pull it off on defensive side of football, but yeah. they also probably have a better offense than LSU does. Um I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see it. I, I think, like I said, I think Bama probably wins. I think 11 and a half is a lot of points for a Bama team that um, I doesn't, don't really trust Doesn't really much. do that. Yeah, it doesn't really do that to teams like this. Yeah, I guess they did it to, I mean, they, they blew out uh, Mississippi State, right? Um, they blew out Arkansas, but th- that's about it. Like, they, I mean, they struggled with A&M, right? This is not a really football. This is not a real football team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just something to watch. I don't know. It's going to be entertaining. I'll probably, I assume I'll, I'll watch that first until it gets out of hand, if it gets out of hand, and then flip over to UCF Tulane. Um, but I'll be, this will be kind of my, my two screen, two main screens of the day um, for the afternoon slots, rather. Yeah. Uh, after that, Patrick, we have Nebraska and Michigan on the no-fly list leading things Oof. off to the ABC game. Not, a, not going to be, it's not going to be, look, not going to be a very competitive football game, I think, probably. Well. But. Well, maybe. Well, because maybe. The Michigan, Michigan, Michigan played with Rutgers for a while. It, it, it could Michigan be. played with Rutgers. They can't really beat anybody in the first half. They're just starting out very slow every single week. Um, and I think Nebraska, unlike Rutgers, like, is the, I, again, is a very sloppy football team. They turn the ball over way too much. But but Trey Palmer and Casey Thompson are, are guys, right? Yeah. Like I think Anthony Grant's a pretty good football player. They have some guys here who are capable of making plays. 
And I'm curious to the Michigan back end, specifically against Trey Palmer. Um, I think it'll be curious to watch. I think he's a very talented football player. Um, I think Michigan has kind of not really taken the season very seriously and is skating by because they played some very bad teams where like they, 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 no one really watches their games, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not really interesting to watch Michigan games because they haven't played a real opponent all season, mm-hmm. except for Penn state when they look good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see kind of what happens there, kind of how teams react to them. Um, how people react to this game, basically. I don't know. I'm curious. I, I, That's all I want to see. I think the issue is that they just won't. I don't think people are going to react to this game. I don't. I, I think it's probably going to yeah. be the same that most Michigan games have this year, uh, which is sort of... Well, the really game. funny thing that a lot of... Sorry to cut you off, but a lot of national journals have started doing is, is like, criticizing... And I'm not sure to make this on a fucking Ohio State podcast, like always, but, like, are saying, like, man, like, Ohio State has to be worried about uh, uh, Michigan now. Like, they, the Michigan going to be the favorites in this game because of you know, insert slow performance for Ohio State in the first half here. Yeah. And then, of course, Michigan immediately also has a slow performance in the first half. Everyone's like, well, no worries there. Like, uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing to see. Because they don't watch the games. Like, yeah. you know, well, national cultural journalists watch three teams. Do you want to know why this is happening beyond they don't watch the games? It's because of you. It's because of you and people like you. They These people, they see Ohio State fans furious online about what Ohio State's doing, whereas Michigan fans True. are, like, posting about the, you know, Oh, I just read a really interesting study, right? Like that's not there. It's yeah. it's because of you. You have done this to yourself. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. But but I mean, like, but we love it. It's the feedback loop that everyone loves. Like, uh, Ohio State fans love to get angry. Journalists love to get clicks off of angry Ohio State fans, and you know, Twitter reacts to angry Ohio State fans. Yeah, of course. Uh, who then love to respond to that by getting even angrier? Who then feed further content? Like, it's just an endless like feedback loop that will never stop. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mark May cracked the code back in 2008 or whatever, and it's just been going on ever since. Yeah. Um, he's a, a pioneer. Yeah. It's crazy that they just killed that guy. They just erased him. They, Dude, he's <laughs> gone. They got his ass up out of there. I don't know what he what did. What is he actually doing? Yeah, he's like he, a local he, TV guy now. He's <laughs> some he nobody. Yeah, I think he has like a radio station or, or like a radio, a radio show or something. But yeah, he got, they, got, they got him the fuck out of there. He must have done They're, something that we didn't know about because I've not... There's no like, uh, there's there's no like huge news story like oh Mark Mark May commits crime or something like it seems like they just erased him. Yeah. Um, hmm. No, yeah. he was. I guess Joey Galloway took his job. They're saying here. Yeah. Uh, unclear what he does now. Um, did I am just learning for the first time by reading his Wikipedia that he has two DUIs. So mm. friend of the pod. Maybe it was that ESPN famously <laughs> very harsh on its college football no, no, they, reporters they... <laughs> who have DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny uh they did happen in the 80s unfortunately so uh ESPN prefers this to happen in real time yeah yeah um, that's what they got him for is back in the eight we found this uh, the troubling thing in your history because if you did it right now we could say that you're going to learn and grow from it and everybody can be up in your replies telling you about how the uh, poe buddy's nerfed but you can't do this in the 80s yeah. you'll be you'll be fired and killed for getting a dui back in the 80s it was, it was much oh, harder to get drunk then um dude i'm, I'm sorry i gotta tell you something his, his twitter is way worse than we were than i anticipated okay. he's not doing local radio he's doing his own video show with lou holtz okay uh where they're talking about <laughs> nfl games oh, and he appears to be posting it only on twitter okay um he he has eighty one thousand followers the most recent video got one favorite oh my god he should uh we, we should set him up with mike farrell we <laughs> should we should get those guys together there's kindred spirits there <laughs> create the the ultimate this is horrible the dude. ultimate power i feel outlet. bad for him yeah i mean how does he make money where's <laughs> where's that man's money coming from 
He's still making videos just for the love of the game. That's uh I can't believe he has Lou Holtz talking this long too. Uh, there's dozens of these videos. The isn't Lou Holtz teachers... like ninety five years old? Yeah. It's Damn. That's... It's also apparently they're they're doing crowd they're just reporting crowdsourced predictions. That's the premise of the show. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> really fucked up. <laughs> That's really cool. That sounds very good for me. That's a guy guy in twenty twenty two who's a big fan of the Mark May and Lou Holtz show. Just oh, yeah, my that's favorite. we should we should get some <laughs> clips to post on here. We should just like analyze Mark May and Lou Holtz clips on here. That'd be fun. <laughs> That would, that would be good. Um, also on the no-fly list here, uh, aforementioned, or aforementioned, however you fucking say it. People have me all... That's that aforementioned. People you have me on skates. Dude, people have me all worried now, because they keep messaging me about how they love weird the weird way that I say things. It's Now I'm now I'm thinking about it. You got, got me it's because you fucking, were raised by wolves. Yeah, you were a feral child. Yeah, you guys uh, have me in the... You guys have me down in the dirt here. I'm trying to figure out how to say things correctly. Uh, Louisville at Clemson, 3.30 on ESPN. Um, I I don't want to predict that Clemson's going to lose this game because it's at home and Louisville doesn't really do that. But uh, once again, like the Alabama thing, like Oklahoma, it would be really funny. It would be really funny if Clemson really funny. lost this game. Yeah, I don't think Louisville is like I said capable of that. I, I the game plan that Notre Dame just used to beat Clemson is absolutely not replicable unless you have very very strong offensive line talent, and I don't think that Louisville has that maybe there is a different way to beat clemson but we've not seen it yet this year and i just i don't think louisville can do it Uh, i just have one thing to say about this game Mm -hmm. which is i am praying for the alabama clemson uh capital one bowl that would be good that would be very good next up here we got maryland at penn state uh 330 on fox uh Again, Mar- the, the Heat has kind of come off this one a little bit after Maryland's loss last week, um, and also because both of these teams are not very good. I think that that's probably mm-hmm. a big part of why the Heat has come off of this one is that these teams aren't very good. Um, they stink, yeah. I don't have any reason to believe that Maryland can stay in this game. Like, it's not a belief in Penn State. I just, I'm not impressed at all with Maryland. I don't think that they're capable of, of keeping pace with teams that have a decent chunk of, uh, you know, a, a decent talent advantage over it. I just... I've not seen well, anything uh, from, from like Talia or those receivers who were supposed to be so good that makes me think that they can make up that ground. I think it's worth remembering, by the way, like last week they were affected by the same kind of like windstorms that were going on in the Iowa Purdue and Ohio State Northwestern games. Like they were in the same region. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think like their offense not being able to pass the football whatsoever was a real concern for that. I mean, this is a team that passes to run, right? Yeah. Like they are not a run first football team, even though they have some talent from Roman Hemby. Um, I think that's a real issue. This they still did beat, or not the they beat SMU in the season. They kind of hung with Michigan for four quarters. Uh, like they, they've been, I don't know, they're not a good football team, but they're at least a competitive football team and a bowl team. I think Penn State probably covers because uh, this is their like last chance to get a. This is basically Penn State's last chance to do well in a game anyone cares about this season. Yeah, um, which would be the classic James Franklin win of like. Hey, we're 14th right now. Some chaos in front of us. Blow out a couple teams. We can get a, a fake top 10 finish by going 10 and 2, but not being actually good. Yeah. Um, good season for Penn State into New Year's Six Bowl. I think they probably end up blowing out Maryland. So um, I, I probably agree with you, but I don't know that I would agree that Maryland's like can't hang. I just think they probably won't in this circumstance. 
Yeah, the 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 strength of Maryland being the passing game and the the wide receivers again, strength being they're like designated the thing that they want to be their strength, not the actual thing that has been the strength because that passing attack is not dynamic. Um, that is a problem against Penn State. That is not the strength that you want as your like only thing that you really yeah. try to do. Because uh, Penn State can cover those guys. That's that's really the I think the gist of it here is that Penn State can cover those those guys and Penn State can on the other side of the ball create some big plays on the ground if your linebackers aren't disciplined and uh that's like the one thing that maryland that you can say about maryland's linebackers is that they're not disciplined they're very they're not good they're really bad it's some of the worst linebacker play you're going to see at that this level of the sport um and so i i I don't see it here. I think it's a pretty bad matchup for Maryland as is with the, you know, the schematically. And I think that the, the talent disadvantage really only goes to further that. I don't think that this is a program capable of making up for a huge talent gap because they are trying to build like these teams do, like Ohio State and Penn State does. They're trying to collect talent and then play them in a system similar to what you see from these teams. And it's just, there's no reason that they wouldn't, you know, how would you beat those teams if you're just doing what they do but worse it doesn't it's it's um they're not meant to do that so i I think that this is probably going to be a a a non-game but i guess something to keep an eye on watch the score uh and then moving to the big 10 west wisconsin at iowa 330 on fs1 um wisconsin quietly racked up a couple quality wins here a couple important wins for the program as they they operate under Jim Leonard it seems like he probably is going to get the job right I I would think at this point Jim Leonard is probably going to get the Wisconsin job I think so too especially if he wins this game right like if if he wins this one I think it's locked up uh I I mean Wisconsin is training very well they have uh I believe they're three and one or him now as interim head coach like they're 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 playing well with him um I, I guess yeah, I think also what's been important is it seems like the offense has kind of started to hit its stride a little bit. Uh, I, I know it's not been pretty every week, but uh, and obviously last week was, as I mentioned, a pretty horrendous uh, game for their passing attack. But they seem to have really improved, and I think having Cheney kind of plays as opposed to Paul Chris is proof positive that uh, Wisconsin can improve again. That basically it was just a function of uh, Paul Chris being a terrible offensive coach. That with Jim Leonard's defense uh, and a competent offense, this team can again, get back to winning 10 games a year, contending for big 10 titles, yeah. which is what they want to do, right? They want to play in Rose Bowls. They want to finish the top 15 every season. Like that's, that's the kind of year they can have. Um, uh, they can be Penn state basically. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say something they really, need to... I'm going to say something really mean up to Wisconsin here. Wisconsin would really like to be Illinois. That's really the the goal for Wisconsin as a program is they'd really like to be Illinois. You know, it just, Brian Wisconsin it, doesn't lose that Michigan state game. <laughs> It's uh, that's something that we're thinking about. It's something that we're looking into. Yeah. But but uh, you know, Wisconsin. That's the that's always the goal for the program is you want to be you want to be on Illinois' level. You want to just be able to be like Illinois, and you want to you want to be able to replicate the see the uh, long term success that Illinois has had in football. And so Wisconsin's always just chasing that high. And uh, we hope one day that they can get there. But uh, it's it's an uphill battle. You know, not everybody gets to be Illinois in the Big Ten West. It's the climb. <laughs> It's the climb. Uh, this is going to be a really bad football game, but uh, important for both teams. Both teams would really like to get this one. Uh, evening, the Abu Ghraib game of the week here in the evening. TCU at Texas. Uh, TCU, despite being a, the number four team in the country, is a seven-point underdog at Texas here. 7.30 on ABC. Um, this is good. This is a good game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see these two offenses face off. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of defense played in this game. Um, this, uh, this, this has the makings of a, 
uh, a really fun and, and very, very important shootout for both teams. Absolutely. And of course, like if you, I believe one of our posters, did the actual math on this, but if you do, if you follow this, the trends all season, uh, Texas is going to run out to a big lead in the first half and then shoot themselves in the foot in the second half. Yeah. And it'll come down to the final, like three or four drives this game. Yeah. Um, you can guarantee it. Despite the fact they have the best running back in college football, they will somehow not be able to run the football to maintain their lead. They will turn the ball over. Quinn Ewers will throw two insane interceptions after throwing three of the most beautiful touchdowns you've ever seen in your life in the first half. Yeah. Um, he will not make eye contact with anyone of his team the entire time. Um, uh. Uh, Max Max Duggan will somehow end up with a stat line. Like you don't know, you won't notice him doing anything. Mm-hmm. His stat line will be like forty to fifty four for three hundred and ninety three yards. Yeah, um, kind of one of those games. You know, that's what you'll see coming. Um, and I, I think Texas probably wins, um, but I don't know, man. They're getting too high in the rankings. Like Sark is due to, to shit his pants soon. Yeah, Texas um, being favored here is really troubling. That's not what you want if yeah. you're if you're pulling for Texas because Texas favored against a that uh, again just 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 Bad talk, business. just talk this out here texas texas again this is texas that we're talking about here is favored at home by a touchdown against the number four team in the country i know that none of us take tcu seriously i, I get it i understand tcu has been very very lucky and, and probably does not deserve the record that it has but tcu is an unbeaten team that's currently in the playoff and Texas is favored by seven points against it. I, I don't know, man. That's bad business. Like you said, that's bad the, business. Yeah. The absolute play here is betting Texas. If you're if you're just gambling in this game, you don't really care about who wins, like mm-hmm. me. Um, you're betting. It's not out yet because it's recorded this on Tuesday, like I said. But you're betting the Texas first half line. Uh, and you're following that up by live betting TCU with every dollar in your bank account to cover <laughs> in the second half. Yeah. Um, that's what you're betting. If it's like, you know, TCU, you know, dogs by three points, stuff like that, put your mortgage on it. Like put your grandparents' mortgage on it. Put, yeah. put every dollar you can possibly scrum up onto this game. Yeah. Um, put your grandparents on if, it. You can, you can sell the rights to a human being, yeah. right? This is, if you go to the right book, if you go to the right book, you can, yeah. you can do that. You just <laughs> If you sell a kidney tonight, if you listen to this, it's Thursday by the time you hear this. Yeah. Um, you sell a kidney today. You can be on your own recognizance easily by Saturday afternoon to use that cash to bet on this game. Yeah, so, and then when you win, you could it. buy a better kidney. You could get somebody. Right. You could get the kidney of a child. You could have an unbelievable kidney. <laughs> you could have one of the best kidneys that we've ever seen, and that's and, uh, that. That is good business. The bet, betting on Pat's, Texas. Pat's from New Albany. He knows a lot about getting kids working harvested too. That so, is true. If there's one guy you trust on this. It's him. Yeah, that's true. I'm the nation's foremost expert on it. Uh, I'm, uh, they they bring me in for for you know expert witness. <laughs> And things things of that nature, uh, to to explain how it's done and sort of the you've been, the you've been watching outs. Bones again. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Bones recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big Bones guy over here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's hard for me to, to pick a winner here because I don't I don't personally I don't know who's gonna win. I could I I could see it go either way. I think it's gonna be a football game, and I'm looking forward to that. Should be fun. Should mm-hmm. be a fun game to watch. Um, would be really funny if TCU beat the shit out of them. That feels like the least likely. Uh, result I I don't I don't really see a world where TCU comes in and just dog walks them but it would be really funny uh and so I'm I'm I don't know I'm interested I'm gonna keep an eye on this one uh probably main screen game for me Guantanamo Bay game is uh North Carolina at Wake Forest 730 on ESPN2 and uh of course there's no other there's no other option here this is the only one that makes sense this is the Hank Hill 
narrative buster. The Hank Hill I'm about to bust narrative buster of the week is the actual name of the thing. <laughs> I'm about to bust. Uh, folks, they're going to lose. North Carolina is going to lose to Wake Forest. They are a worse version of Wake Forest. And I know I, I say that knowing damn well that Wake Forest has three losses. North Carolina is doing what Wake Forest does, but worse. They will lose this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh I, I mean, like at least it's going to be fun to. Ideally, it should be fun to watch. If Sam Hartman isn't too terrible in this game, he doesn't totally shit his pants. Mm-hmm. At least we should have a, a reasonably fun matchup. We get to see Drake May kind of be challenged as a theoretically better football team. Yeah. Um, but but come on, like we can't have a scenario where Mac Brown and Davos Swinney are playing for a playoff spot in the last week of the season. Like this can't this can't be allowed to happen. Can't be. This has that. to be. Yeah, I. Um... Wake Forest has a moral duty to win, but I don't think they can do it. I think they suck. I, I don't know. I think if you like TCU Texas, you'll love this because it's the same game, but just a little worse. It's just it's just a worse version of that game. Um, even down to the uh, you know ranked team, the the higher ranked team being an underdog on the road. Um, I, I know that Wake Forest has not been what we were hoping it would be this year, but North Carolina, come on, North Carolina cannot beat a good team. They're not going to. They're not going to. They gave up 45 points to Notre Dame. They're not going to win this game. No. No. It's just, yeah. it can't. No. They're not going to. <laughs> I refuse to believe yeah. the idea that North Carolina is actually good. They're not. We've watched them play. They're not good. There's no way that they're good. I, just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't come to terms with that. Uh, most wanted. Washington at Oregon, 7 p.m. on Fox. Pretty fun, fun depth game here. Not not quite as uh, I, I don't know, not not as high stakes as it seemed like it might be at one point earlier in the season when Washington was winning. Uh, but Washington is still pretty good. Good offense. Uh, they they are they are talented enough. They can throw the ball around. Michael Penix has not become the Heisman contender that it seemed like he might be there for a couple weeks. Um, mm, Oregon, weird. meanwhile, has rounded into form and has looked very very good over the last couple of months. Uh, since that week one blowout. I think that Oregon probably wins this one comfortably, but I am interested to see that defense tested again by a, by a competent to, to good offense uh, because they have not done very well in those circumstances this season. No, I, like Oregon's defense is bad enough that essentially I think they are a victim. They, like people are calling them a really good football team, and I don't really quite understand it. Like I feel like people aren't watching Oregon actually play. Uh, their offense has been pretty good. Like Bo Nix is a great story. They, they can score on explosives, but like, Dude, I don't know, man. Like, like Oregon really didn't get a single stop until the game was already over against UCLA. They didn't get a one stop in that game. They didn't stop Georgia at all. Like, when they played college football teams, their defense has totally collapsed. Yeah. So you're basically a, a one or two turnovers away from losing any football game you play because you don't have a defense. Like, that, that's the, the risk you take when you're a team. Like, what TCU, USC, and, and Oregon are all doing is the same thing, right? Like, they don't have anyone on defense to get or Tennessee to some extent as well, but Tennessee was a better version of this. Um, they don't have the margins built in uh, to basically survive an off game. Like I don't think they can do that against a team that's nearly as talented as them. And not the Washington's like that close, but they have a good enough offense to punish you if you mess up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's totally fair. And I think that that is <clears throat> kind of a, just a, uh, you know, like, like you said, a blanket statement for Oregon and for that kind of team this year is if they're playing against a competent opponent and say, Bo Nix has an off night, or Caleb Williams has an off yeah. night, or Max Duggan, or Hendon Hooker, like he just did. Um, then, yeah, they just they don't have they don't have the guys defensively, and their offense is not efficient enough on a down to down basis to keep things moving through a down game. These are not 
these are not teams I don't think who can get up out of the mud if they have to, who, who can yeah. struggle through to a win. Um, does that mean that Oregon's yeah, going to lose? Does that mean Oregon's going to lose this game? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. But um, it does seem like that is always kind of looming for these teams. Worth noting, by the way, Oregon has not lost a single fumble yet this season. Just something I'm keeping my eye on. Huh. Just something I am. If I'm looking for some regression stats uh, at the end of the season, zero fumbles lost the whole year is yeah. one that I am. Uh, uh, they're the only team in the country that's not lost a fumble yet. USC and Cal have lost one each. Um, Hmm. hmm. I'm just simply saying. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Something to something to look into. Well, the weather is probably pretty good around this time of year in the Pacific Northwest, right? There's not anything that would cause <laughs> would cause fumbles or sort of slipperiness of the ball or anything like that. Um, no, no reason to worry about that. Yeah, I think those will be fun. I think also, this is a, I think this is a fun football game. Also, Washington not really out of the race yet either. If they if they win this game. Uh, they're they're like a long shot candidate, but they can still uh, they can still get in this thing in, in the in the Pac-12 race, like. Uh, because the, theoretically, you know, if if they need what they need UCLA to beat USC, if they win this game and UCLA wins the USC game. Uh, I think it comes down to tie. Like, there's just like one more game left. I don't know. They could get in here. It's yeah. possible. Yeah, interesting. Interesting to keep an eye on. Um, regardless, I think it's been a successful first year for uh, for the new staff at, at Washington. I yeah. think you'd have to be pretty happy with what they've done there. If they can pull off an upset here, it would be sort of a cherry on top. Um, like I said, interested in this one. I think it's going to be fun. I will uh, I will monitor the circumstances, monitor the situation here. Uh, <clears throat> also in the most wanted category, Kansas State at Baylor, 7 p.m. on FS1. Uh, Baylor is on a, a bit of a a bit of a, a a positive streak here, right? Baylor's started to show some some of the ability that I think we came into the year hoping to see from them. I'm vamping while I make sure that I'm correct about this. Yeah, they've won three straight. They beat Kansas, they beat Texas Tech, and they just beat Oklahoma. Um, they are still very much in the race for the Big Twelve uh, championship game, and pretty much the winner of this game is going to remain in the race and the loser is going to need a lot of help. Right. Uh, that's pretty much the size of it. Yeah. I mean, um, Kansas state especially is, is kind of cooked here. Uh, Baylor, I don't think is actually, uh, very good, <laughs> but yeah. like, I think they're just like an okay football team, but they very much control their own destiny at this point. Um, if they win, uh, they're in simply put like yep. they're, yeah, they still um, have Texas the, left on the schedule and they, they, so they would, uh, they would be. Able, they also still have TCU left on the schedule. So yeah, ba- Baylor Correct. very much in control of its destiny here. Now, winning out when your last three games are Kansas State, TCU, and at Texas is not not an especially easy thing to do. Um, but they they do they do have that power. They do have the ability to do that if they're able to to win out. They would be in the they would be in the championship game. Kansas State needs a little bit more help, but. Regardless, the the winner here will still be a contender. The loser is going to be in a pretty bad way. the The loser is gonna is gonna need some help. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Uh, I think I know what you mean. I don't know. I, I think Baylor's good. Uh, I think they're solid enough. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just vamping here. I just kind of my brain just shut off for a second. Yeah, <laughs> you, re- <laughs> I yeah I was you, talking. you reset there. Um, I, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, Baylor. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think Kansas State is bizarre the last few weeks right like like the, the turnover prone adrian martinez just like came back out of nowhere yeah um which is concerning after beating the shit out of oklahoma state but like you know aside from oklahoma state win, which now kind of looks like a, i mean oklahoma state just seems like they're really reeling the last month for kansas state has been less than ideal to the promise they showed earlier on right like they played very close with iowa state 
They lost by two scores to TCU and blew a huge halftime lead. Yeah. Uh, and then they lost to Texas last week at home. Uh, they have, and we're really out of it at halftime. And, you know, Texas is into the Texas second half collapse. Like that, that could be a real blowout as well. Yeah. So it's hard for me to, to have any kind of confidence in Kansas State, but, but also Baylor is just like a team that is not, they're very hard to predict, man. Like, like I feel like they're so, you don't know which team is showing up each week. It sounds like a cop out answer, but like, I, I really don't trust Baylor in terms of which team we'll see from that every given week. Um, I don't know. I'm very curious to watch this game. It's going to be a more informative game for the Big 12 this season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm definitely, I'm very excited about this one. Very interested to watch this one. And the Baylor thing, you're you're spot on. It's just, it's hard to know what they're going to do. Like, not even just like execution-wise, but literally play-calling. What's their approach? Blake Shapin completed 14 passes for 132 yards against Oklahoma. I don't understand. They They ran for, Craig Williams ran for almost 200 fucking yards. I don't... It's it's good that they have multiple ways that they can win games, but it's weird that it doesn't seem like they know how they which one they like. It doesn't seem like Baylor knows how they want to be. It, like Williams is good, and they know that they can rely on him. Their rushing attack is pretty solid, but it's still it seems like they're between two worlds here. It's it's they're not sure if they want to be ball control, running the ball, playing defense, or if they want to air it out with Blake Shapen, and, and so it's hard to know what to expect from them because it doesn't even really seem like it depends on the opponent. It's more just the vibes. It's just whatever they feel like that week. And so they're, they're very hard. Like you said, they're very hard to predict. They're very hard to get a, a feel for. And Kansas state's kind of the same way. They're they're the same way in a very different way because you know exactly what they are. It's just that they're not very good at it. Sometimes, sometimes they just don't execute it correctly. Um, and so this is a, uh, they're, these teams are having a weird off. Basically, they're not mid, but they're very, yeah. they're very strange, and I don't, uh, I don't they're trust quirks, either. Of them. Yeah, um, they're quirked up. They're 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 clapping each other's cheeks. They're they're you know etc. Yeah, they're saying, uh, twenty one. Can you do something for me? And they're just singing that uh, over and over again. Yeah, yeah, they're getting together and they're forming a collective in Waco this weekend. Uh, no fly list. Georgia at Mississippi State, seven p.m. on ESPN. Uh, I'm going to just tear through these real quick. Kansas at Texas Tech, 7 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Southern Miss at Coastal Carolina, 7.30 on ESPNU. And Florida State at Syracuse, 8 p.m. on ACC Network. Uh, kind of a grab bag. I'm interested enough in so, in Southern Miss at Coastal. Southern Miss took a bad loss last week, but I think that it could still be kind of a fun game. Similar, similar-ish offenses, not the same, but uh, Southern Miss has some of that stuff in its rushing attack. Um, other than that, I, I think I'm okay on, on these, uh, on these games. I think I'm okay. I'm kind of confused as to why Texas Tech is favored, uh, by three and a half against Kansas. And then I'm also kind of confused as to why Florida state is only favored by seven at Syracuse, but not enough to watch these games just as <laughs> a, a passing curiosity. Yeah. I mean, I guess basically what happens here is like if Texas actually does blow out TCU or, or vice versa, uh, if the UNC games on watch, I don't know. There's like enough games this window that basically I, I'm watching those top two games mostly that I'm box for watching the rest. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, Georgia is going to beat Mississippi state, but because uh, they just, they don't really lose games like this, but this is like a cloud. That's a classic trap game uh, for Georgia. So like you just get a huge win against Tennessee like this. And you have a, like a pretty decent, but not great conference opponent. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of, you know, that's a, it's a classic trap opportunity. Again, I think they probably win going away, but yeah. just something to keep an eye on in case they struggle early. Um, Kansas. Yeah. I don't know. At least the Kansas wins the game because them kind of get back into the upper echelon of the, of the big 12 yeah. race. They're not going to win the conference championship, but just cool to see them win. 
Um, yeah, Texas Tech has Coastal, won. Te- yeah. Just for reference, yeah. Texas Tech has won two conference games against Texas and West Virginia. Very strange. Very, <laughs> very strange. Yeah. State of affairs. They've won. Uh, I think they've won one game since October, and it was the West Virginia game. I uh, I would not be picking Texas Tech at this point. I, I don't. Yeah, they were. They were think. What blown out by Baylor uh, and just lost to TCU in a kind of a weird weird game. But that's just what TCU does. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I think I'm out on. I think I'm out on Texas Tech. Yeah. I'll also say. I guess really even. Sorry, really quick. Post post Houston, their second game game of the season was that Houston win, which now looks much worse. Yeah. Uh, they lost by two scores to NC State. Had like a 2.1% win probability against Texas. Absolutely should have lost that game. One of the like most bizarre wins of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, lost by two scores to Kansas State, two scores to Oklahoma State, blew out to VU, lost by a fucking million to Baylor, and then lost by two scores to TCU. Like they just love losing by two scores every week. That's who they are. Yeah, that marketing department needs a uh, needs a pay bump, I think, <laughs> for the way that Texas Tech has been talked about this year relative to uh, how they have actually performed. Uh, good yeah. for them. Those guys, are, those guys are putting in work. Um, on yeah. the Georgia game, uh, I'll last... just I'll say real quick uh, something very very aggressive that will almost certainly be wrong, but just spiritually, I want to I want to say this: uh, if Mississippi State scores a touchdown in this game, I would be shocked. I don't think that Mississippi State is going to score a touchdown in this game. I, I think I think that that offense is so severely cooked against defenses like this. It's just nothing. Just going to be nothing for four quarters from them. I'll keep saying it every week for like nine years until he actually does it. But like, what if Mike Leach had a new game plan for this one? Huh? Uh, that'd be cool. What if he had a? What if he? What if he designed a game plan? Yeah. Wow. What uh, if Mike Leach watched film? That would be fucking crazy. That would, could you imagine how good Mike Leach would be if he cared at all about the teams that he's coaching? Did you see that video of him on the sidelines last week? No. Which one? He was uh he was pissed at his receivers, so he threw all of their shares out of the ground, didn't let his receivers sit in like the second half of overtime of the game. Cool. Um he's just a prick, dude. He's just like Yeah. I know Brian Kelly gets most of the heat for being like a dickhead, but Mike Leach is probably number two. Yeah, he, he just he does not for for the school where he is, he does not win enough to justify how much of an asshole he is. At Washington State, nope. at Texas Tech, you can get away with it because they they're not used to winning games. But Mississippi State, you don't have to put up with this. He's not winning enough for you to put up with this. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like they have a great tradition, but Dan, yeah, Dan Mullen was successful. Yeah, um, yeah, and he wasn't. No, he wasn't quite this much of an asshole. He was just strange nope. he's just a bizarre guy yeah. but not not really he was asshole. kind of a quinn Ewer style individual <laughs> <laughs> some might say that you could you could maybe say that a tom herman style uh, individual. <laughs> the the last two games this window you mentioned the coastal one uh coastal just i, I feel like is obviously a very fun team to watch but also liable to lose like any game yeah uh, any well game and and, so, and, so. and grayson mccall could be hurt at basically any time it's impossible to say for yeah. sure if grayson mccall <laughs> is hurt but generally there's about a 50 50 chance Hmm, hard to know if there's any consequences of running your quarterback 300 times a season. Hmm. No, no way for us to know. No, for um, four years straight. <laughs> yeah, uh, Grayson McCall has been through hell. Grayson McCall has suffered. He has taken the ultimate punishment for our uh, for our enjoyment. We do thank him. For he that. is. He's obviously just white boy swag, JT Barrett, as, yeah. as we all know. Oh, I don't know about that. I think he's. I think he's a, a good deal better than JT Barrett was. Oh, uh, dude, you're the same guy. You're you're out of your fucking mind. The same guy. It's the same guy. I don't know about all that jt barrett was uh i think i think i don't think jt barrett had a whole lot to live for beyond ohio state (laughs) 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 i don't think that that's the same i don't know if i could say the same about grayson mccall i think that grayson mccall goes home and has stuff going on i think jt barrett went home and just stared at the wall waited for the next game (laughs) 
Yeah, maybe, maybe he was. Um, I mean, he definitely wasn't always staying at home because he was doing some. Uh, he was driving some uh, some places that he had some he, places to drive. He was doing some ESPN style actions, as we might say. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was. He was going Harry Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, let's, man. let's strip the subtlety off that one yeah um <laughs> uh no but uh besides that um what else we had uh florida state syracuse yeah i mean that's it's a game i probably won't watch a second of that one but no. you know if the game if it ends late it's, it ends later than everything else that's the thing yeah you'll get you guys will probably watch the end of this game because it'll probably be a one score game in the fourth quarter it'll be the last one ending and the night games are bad so it'll be the last drop of college football you're trying to suck out on a weekend yeah um, one score game is so. is extremely generous with what syracuse has yeah, produced well. in recent weeks i'm not sure about that i think this might be a uh, a florida state maybe flexing a little bit here uh late night no they're all no fly list none of them are good stanford at utah at, at utah uh on espn at 10 p.m arizona at ucla 10 30 on fox and san jose state at san diego state 10:30 on FS1. I feel like I'm going crazy here because it has been this exact fucking sl- slate for like six weeks now. How many times does Arizona need to play you like UCLA or USC? I'm sick of it. Stop making these teams yeah. play each other. I'm I'm done with it. I've seen them enough. Jesus Christ! It's been Stanford, Utah, like five times this year. No more. It's it's too much. It's too much for sure. Um, I don't know, man. It's really annoying, but I guess it has kind of produced some high scoring football games at least. That's yeah. something you're kind of the pervert who thinks high scoring means entertaining. I don't know like, that you know, I would say that. Of- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would consider myself that. I, I that's uh not these t- not I'm not the saying way- you. I I'm saying I'm saying if you're the kind of the oh, you, uh, author who- oh, there was an if in there that I did not I I I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah if you are one of those guys, you um you should have. First to, of all, you're the wrong podcast. You yeah. should have to go to jail. Frankly, you should need to go to jail for that. It's not. It's this is not good football. You know that, right? You guys know that. If, if you like, only enjoy football, if you're just like clapping like a seal every time you see a touchdown, yeah. you don't know ball. Like yeah. you don't like seeing good football. Uh, you, you just are a little. You're a little fantasy football baby who likes baby brain things. Yeah. And oh well. We don't uh, want you uh, on the podcast. This running back really catches the ball well out of the backfield. Shut up. No. Shut up! That's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Stop thinking Man. like that. You just have you have you been tracking Colton's tweet? Sorry, I talk about the highest day a lot today. It's just on the brain. Yeah. Um, oh yes, I, I have I have seen these Ryan Day saying that it's good to have uh, receiving threats out of the backfield, and it's like Mayan Williams has like three receptions. It's like less than that. Yeah, I think <laughs> the two running backs combined have like four. Re- I gotta pull it up here. That's really awesome. That's so that's uh, so maybe, cool, and nobody could, no one will call him on it. No one will be like uh, Ryan, <laughs> you don't do this. You realize that, right? Like you don't throw the ball to the running back. You're aware that you don't throw the ball to the running back. They're yeah, all you're just capping, sir. Yeah. You're capping, <laughs> Ryan. It, it appears that you're capping. Did you know that? Do you understand that you're capping right now in front of Dave Biddle? Do you know that you can't be capping in front of Dave Biddle? <laughs> Let's see. The most recent one here is that through. Uh, through uh, the Penn State games, this is not including its. They pulled the Iowa box score, or sorry, the Northwestern uh, box score. Yeah. Um. One second here. You want to vamp for me, Patrick? Absolutely um, not. I don't. I really, I really don't want to. Um, San Jose State, San Diego State might be okay. Uh, kind of a 
another Mountain West West elimination game. Um, personally, I'm going to have to try and figure out how the fuck to watch Hawaii home games because Utah State's playing at Hawaii for the nightcap as well. Um, and I would I would assume that no one listening to this is aware of, of how to watch Hawaii football games this year because Hawaii is terrible and it's not worth staying up to watch them play. Um, but the only way to do it, unless you have Spectrum and you can get it on demand, the only way to watch Hawaii play football this season is you have to download an app on your phone that can only play the video on a phone or tablet. There's no desktop app. There's no website. It's just the app, and you can't cast it to your TV. You have to watch the games on your fucking phone. If you want to watch Hawaii, you have to watch it on a phone or an iPad. It's, It's despicable. Who did this? Who? Why would you that's, do this? That's the Waikiki lifestyle, dude. That's what we love to see. They they made um, they made fucking Tubi for. <laughs> for also, for I Hawaii. got the numbers up. By the way, I got the numbers up on the season combined. The two Ohio State running backs have combined for seven uh, receptions on uh-huh. the year. That's progress uh, right there. in big in Big Ten play. That is uh, that's six total games so far. Yeah, uh, they have combined for four catches for zero yards. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's so cool. It's so cool that they won't be punished for that until the one game that they care about, too. <laughs> it's so funny that they just do this every year. It is, it is like, uh, it's it's just the, the, the feedback cycle for Ohio State is that they are never punished in Big Ten play for not being creative or doing anything. Uh, and then they play one game per year that they care about in the playoff, and they lose, and that's it. That's all that they do. It's the only thing that the program can produce. It's very, very funny. It's a very funny way to live. No, no reflection. It's infuriating. No reflection it's, at all. I'm not going to change. If it, happens, <laughs> if it happens again this year, I will. I mean, God, I'll be up like I can't. I can't handle it. I can't handle yeah. another fucking embarrassment. Uh, I, what I, what if it happens again this year? You're gonna you're gonna be really mad about it all off season, and then in August you're gonna think you're a national title contender again. That's, that's what you people. Do. I don't want to. I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> You're gonna drive me to say something to the podcast that I will, I will like, I, I will <laughs> say an actionable threat to to get uh-huh. out of this allegation. Uh-huh. Oh, they uh, went out and hired Justin Fry. They're gonna fix the run game diversity. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't do that. They did fix the run game diversity. They just haven't fixed the run game being good. Unfortunately, uh, I see. That's uh, okay. Well. <laughs> step in the right direction i suppose uh, that's awesome it's a cool way to live i'm glad that you guys are doing that uh nothing here in the late night i don't think it's worth watching no unless you want yeah to, i mean uh, like unless you want to let me let me get the actual name of this fucking thing uh if, unless you want to download the team one sports app it's team number one sports presented by meet at midfield of course we have a sponsorship with them we think it's a really good idea to make quibby but for football um and uh you can watch hawaii utah state i guess if you want to do that on your fucking phone like a pervert like i'm gonna have to do i have to watch this football game that i'm covering on my goddamn phone it's it's a disgrace <laughs> Just shameful. It's shameful behavior. I'm embarrassed that I have to do this. Just cowering over my phone, trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. It's uh. You don't have to. Good. You can stop anytime. I can stop anytime. I could just not write, <laughs> just not write about the game. Well, Hawaii makes it too hard to watch their games, so I didn't watch this one. Okay, I'll talk to you guys next week. That uh, maybe I should do that. Maybe I'll look into that. Um, Ryan, anything else here? No, absolutely not. This is a good week. Um, but just a two window weekend, feel free to show up late and, and leave kind of early, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, enjoy what you've got. Yeah. Last one in first one out. That's what this podcast is all about. We'll see you guys next week. Yep.